This podcast and all of its content is not intended to be medical advice and is meant only for general discussion and opinions on topics of interest that may even be highly controversial. Always consult your physician for medical advice. Welcome to the Soul Mirror Experiences podcast, where we encourage the exploration of our souls ranging from meditations to discussions with professionals on all things related to whole wellness. We're your hosts, Rhett and Kat, coming to you with cutting-edge topics on spirituality and consciousness and some weird-ass stuff that might just blow your mind. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Mirror Experiences podcast. I almost, I almost forgot the words because it's, it's long. But, <laughs> it's a new business. But it is really I mean, good. we're still getting used to this, right? That's right. I'm Rhett, and this is Cat. And we'll introduce ourselves in a little bit, but we thought it might be good to talk about why the podcast and what it's about. A lot of people are into whole wellness these days. And what does that even mean? Yeah, I think we should clarify it because whole wellness is kind of a term that we coined because it's a little bit like holistic, but not quite. I think that it's a little bit of a balance of the medical model, healthy habits, psychology, that sort of thing, and cultural medicine. Amen. It's also, you know, people talk about spirituality and what is health. There's a lot of people talking about manifesting your destiny and finding happiness, goal setting and all the alternative healing that's out there with cultural medicines. There's so much to explore. Yeah, definitely. I mean, essential oils, even in and of itself, is a whole topic that we can discuss and how people use it differently in their lives because some people just use it as like, oh, geez, that smells good. You know, like, and then other people believe it'll heal cancer. I I, mean, who knows? I rub it all over my body. (laughs) Every day. Every hour. Every hour. Our peppermint that, that is expensive I think, man yeah it, i think we need to like talk you can't about smell it habit. right now because i it's yeah, i use it as shampoo <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean there's also some weird things that we could talk about oh yeah i mean well that was weird well, <laughs> we need to talk have, about that at some point but <laughs> don't don't knock it until you try it okay 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 well no okay but i've done it i've done it i've done essential oils all over my face right but yes, it's true. I mean, there's like things that are considered taboo, maybe. You know, I mean, spiritual experiences. There's a whole avenue that people yeah, don't and like. I don't know about. if like taboo is the right word to to say because I mean, maybe taboo in some places, but it's more just like kind of like what anime was. Oh yeah. When I was like in high school and college and, and stuff, and, and sushi, <laughs> <laughs> using chopsticks. The fact that I know how to use chopsticks, I remember being embarrassed if people found out about that. And it wasn't because there's anything wrong about it. It's not taboo, but it was just like, what are the cool kids doing? That is interesting. You know, so like new. that's that's a whole different thing. All right, we yeah. should introduce ourselves. I am Cat, and. I don't know, we could say I'm the Nordic goddess here. I do a lot of things. I most likely have an intensive ADHD. I think that that leads to a little bit of an addiction to creativity. And you could probably say I'm a serial entrepreneur. And that's what brought on this podcast, I guess, is just that I had an idea. Me and Rhett met and I was like, dude, we should do this. And he was like, I don't know. Did I say I don't know? I don't know. No, like, I was no, all in I, on that. You, Are you kidding me? You were all in. Yeah. But I think you like were just all in 
hypothetically and i was like no let's legit do this i guess it's it's good we establish this now (laughs) (laughs) we need we need to talk about this right now okay this podcast is all about authenticity and being open and so in introducing myself let me just tell you we're gonna talk a whole buttload later and you will get to know both of us more intimately in each podcast episode and even in our individual episodes we're we're each going to be posting individually as well as together and interviewing other people so we're going to keep this brief but essentially what you need to know is that i am an extroverted eccentric individual that's kind of granola and really into the the arts and wellness and bringing all of that together i am a historian and an author and and an artist. There's a lot going on there, but I would say right now, in the context of this, I am focused on lifestyle change, wellness, recovery, yoga, meditation, healthy habits, that sort of thing. You're, and you have yoga certification, the master yoga, is it? Yeah, I'm a 200 hour and a 500 hour. So I have about 10 years of teaching experience in various forms of movement, mostly trauma informed. So I'm not certified trauma informed, but really that's just I mean, that's just a label. Experience-wise, that is my emphasis and my specialty is working with people who have various forms of physical or emotional trauma. Okay. And that's what you professionally do right now is working at the trauma center. Yeah. So I work at a treatment facility for individuals with trauma and they all have different life experience and that's great. And I think it's beautiful. I'm very passionate about it for sure. And ultimately, I I would say the goal is to open my own facility. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Rhett, we are here today to (laughs) learn more about you, your book, your method, and we still need to introduce you. So I think this is the perfect opportunity to discuss your book. Yeah. I'm Rhett, author and creator of The Soul Mirror Method. I have a lot of experience working with business creation and entrepreneurship, and also several years working directly with concussion patients. So is this a completely different field for you? Not necessarily, only because I've always liked writing, and I have experience working with people, and I feel like I've just always been an observer of life. Right. So I actually don't think it's necessarily different. It's more that I've just become more aware of things. And that has... And probably more willing to be authentic and expressive, like share these things that you've learned. Definitely. My life journey, I was raised in a fundamental religion, which again, I'm not here to bash religion. That's not... We're not here to bash religion or anything like that. Yeah, in fact, quite the opposite. We're here to say whatever works for you, you do that. Right. Or we could start a church actually. Oh, geez, no. Well, I mean, people would pay tithing. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll think about it. No, but it, Jack will start a church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he could. Church of Jack. He would love that, actually. <laughs> Just give him cat treats all day. So I feel like my whole life, I lived in a certain way to please other people or to, to it's because it's what I was told is the right way or this or that. And so the soul mirror method really is about finding authenticity and finding empowerment through authenticity. So my life path has been really interesting. You could even call it like, I don't know, the hero's journey where then you have this major fall in the middle of your life. And Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so it's been an exciting journey, I have to say. Yeah. And in some ways, you almost wouldn't trade any of those experiences that 
you could label as negative or unpleasant because that's what brought you here. That's what birthed your baby, right? I mean, labor is unpleasant. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about a metaphor for life, quite literally. Absolutely. There is infinite potential to empower yourselves and explore your authenticity, you know, be you. And that's where the name of this all comes from. It's it's the soul mirror method is your method of lifestyle, habit changing, journaling, planning, keeping track of your life and creating a record to learn from. Yeah. Yeah. The soul mirror method in coming up with that name and thinking about what that is, I think a lot of life, we spend our time focusing on looking outwards for answers and looking at, you know, oh, my neighbors are this or my parents raised me this way, so I need to be this or that. And we just do that a lot instead of think the answers are really all within ourselves. And we hear that like, oh, the answers are in you. Okay, what does that mean? You can sit there and just think, uh, I don't know. Now I need to go find some expert to tell me what to do, right? Yeah, well, it's hard to put those things into words. And that's why I think it's so beautiful about your method. And also this book that you're writing is so incredible that, I don't know, you've just read clips of it to me. I'm super excited for it to come out so we can use it in our events and experiences. Um, when are you planning on bringing that out to us? Yeah, so that the book will be out by the beginning of next year, 2022. And I guess a little bit about how that started. Really, journaling was sort of a process that, well, my sister got me on the idea of journaling. And so... It's always the women. It right? is. Actually, the women journal. They're in touch with their feelings. It truly is, actually. And so as a man, I'm actually really fascinated with the feminine side of things because I feel like... I feel like that's what the world actually needs more. I feel like feminine energy has not been understood. It has it has been mis, uh, not misappropriated. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Well, and I don't know that feminine energy is the best way to coin that. You know, like if we were to relabel feminine energy or masculine energy, what would you what would you describe that as? The balance of the universe is the way I would think it. Like, yeah, like yin and yang, yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. The yin and yang symbol is so amazing because, I mean, that could be an episode on itself. But <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll yeah, get to it. we will get to it. But generally speaking, the Soul Mirror Method book is about the whole universe really is a reflection of our own soul. Was it Gandhi? Well, I'm going to slaughter this, but a very I'll find out who said this. <laughs> but someone said, you know, we're like the cookies who who forgot that we were part of the dough. I, I hope I have a lot of chocolate chips in there. You oh, know? yes. Like, I want to be that cookie that everyone You're wants. You're not, you don't have the brown. Oh. I'm just kidding. No, but, but Maybe, white chocolate. Oh, I'm white chocolate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, think about it. We all came from dough. Like, we're all cookies, and sometimes we forget we all came from the same dough. And oh, jeez. I, I really slaughtered that. I'm sorry, Gandhi, or whoever. I will find out who said that. But Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I promise we're professionals. We are both yes. writers, and in any sort of written work that yes. we do or publish there's there will be citations don't worry but this is kind of ad lib we're just having fun here it is true and so authenticity the soul mirror method is all about empowerment through authenticity and that literally means like being who we really are you always say okay i'm gonna find myself and i think actually life is that process there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of things that get in the way but truly you know when we talk about diversity mm-hmm. i feel like that is the beauty of life is that literally when we are actually authentic we don't just say the things we have to. We don't just be who we have to do. And actually, we don't even hide like who we are or mistakes. Like you make a mistake. That doesn't mean you are a mistake. Right. And I, I think it's important to recognize that being authentic uh, versus 
you know, oversharing. Like there's definitely a balance there. We want to have the right context, the right audience, and that sort of thing. And so in this podcast, we will be touching on some pretty sensitive topics and mm-hmm. and we might get a little bit blunt or if there's like some triggers in there, we'll we'll warn you up front. But for the, the purpose of today, um, I believe that there is something that you need to share with us. Share a poem. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote this poem actually like five years ago and it was really interesting because I just found it again. It's called We Are the Stars. Would you like to actually read it? Because I think you have a better voice. I think this is going to be a good experience because I'm going to be super authentic to you guys. This is the first time I'm reading this poem. And you get to witness my my experience reading this. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that this is in your book, right? Yeah, it'll be in my book too. Awesome. Okay, so this is five years ago that you wrote this? Yeah, about five years ago. Yeah, and this is where Soul Mirror came from. This is like the birth. It's of kind your of like, baby. I wasn't thinking about it then. There's something about synchronicities in life and things that happen that you didn't realize meant something. And it comes from like remembering. So, journaling, if we're to be a little more pointed here, the Soul Mirror method is a journaling system and it is a journaling method. You know, Socrates said, there is no learning without remembering. And so when I started journaling, I, I started realizing, I'm like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, the fact that I'm doing a podcast talking about journaling, I even it probably <laughs> it's two cute. years ago, it's I don't hot. remember. We'll, we'll just say Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Juicy journaling. That's what I call it. <laughs> I never thought like journaling. I mean, really. To I mean, me, that's your career now. Your career yeah. now is helping people find their feminine energies. I guess that is true. I, I mean, that's a, one way of putting it. Yeah. Why not? When I originally thought of journaling, I thought, okay, I woke up and I made breakfast and you know i just had no idea it's like a log of things I mean, it's, it's the same every day yeah, right right and so how do we make this unique so the unique part of it is i kind of like that juicy journaling because you're finding things that are meaningful in life and there's a lot of things that are meaningful so it, the system is going to kind of help us peak our awareness as to what is meaningful so it guides us it does. It's, it's a framework and it's a method for us to be able to access those juicy details that we would want to pass on or that we would want to reflect on later in our life. Yeah. And the interesting thing about it is I even thought from the framework of, you know, a lot of people think that their journal is for like their posterity. In this case, not necessarily so. I feel like journaling is just for me. I mean, people can say, I want, I want this for my posterity, but then you might sugarcoat it or you might, right. you know what I mean? Say, yeah. Oh. So, I mean, brings it back to authenticity, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So part of the journaling process is really digging down and it is acceptance and it's not being afraid to look at who you are it's not being afraid to look at you know everyone has a shadow side there's a lot of literature out there now about the shadow self the shadow self yes i i think we should definitely spend a whole podcast on that later we definitely could because it's an amazing and and actually really thought-provoking it's beautiful i I love that that's beautiful i agree so the journaling process is about being aware so that you can learn. I, I think I realized that I lived almost a whole life of not thinking. I mean, honestly, it's like you're just kind of a robot. It's just less about living a life how I want to live it as mm. compared to living it because you think that's how it's supposed to be. So would you say that a more correct way of describing this journaling system is not necessarily the traditional recording for posterity, although that's an excellent application but it's more about you reflecting on your life so far what you've learned from it and creating your path going forward absolutely being aware of yourself 
there's actually a whole adventure to be found. Now that I've journaled for over a year, I didn't think at first that that would be anything special, but it was through that process that I started realizing this is amazing. There's so many things that I'm realizing and learning about myself. And same thing with like setting goals. So I created this a star chart system for making goals because a lot of people when they make goals, it's this linear thing. And there is something said to be about, okay, envision the final thing and see it in detail, know what you want. There's and, power and linear, that. Yeah, linear makes sense to a lot of people. Um, but I think what you're getting at is that you're creating a a picture. There's imagery happening. It's all connected in some way to create who you are as a person. You're What you're doing is you're mapping out your identity on these star charts. And we will talk about the star charts after I read this poem because now I'm excited. You got me literally, I mean, maybe literally because my ramen, but literally drooling here. I, I'm on the edge of my seat. I need to read this thing. People don't know that it's like two in the morning and we're both eating cup of noodles. <laughs> and there's like bags, of, like <laughs> empty chip bags strewn across the room. And meanwhile, Jack is just chilling like, just be quiet. I'm trying to sleep. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man. He is. They're supposed to be nocturnal. He's like a young, he's like an old man in a young cat body. <laughs> that is that is everyone right okay all right so this poem is called we are the stars and you wrote this five six years ago i'm so excited here we go mysterious glitter sparkles strewn throughout infinite blackness distant ghosts million year old remnants of light time capsules as ancient as the universe Faint, flickering memories of ageless secrets and long-forgotten times. Somehow our hearts know from birth that these lone sentinels have always held the answers. That the heavens have always been a treasure trove of dreams and inspiration. The sparkling jewels of our imagination spread in a tapestry across the night sky. We examine them as a boundless cryptic puzzle, deriving constellations and harvesting raw meaning so that their light can shape the context of the land beneath our lives. Blindly birthing gods that sanction our ambitions with a supernatural authority. Nothing more than boiling balls of gas lighting the universe, yet nothing less than the illumination of our universal hope an eternal mirror of our mind, a reflection of our most distant, inexplicable self. These are the pathways and tunnels to the ominous center of our soul that we can only approach through dreams, nightmares, and brilliant hindsight. Who are we without the stars to give light? And who are they without us to gaze upon them? The circular question is the answer. We are the stars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that You read amazingly. Dude, I like almost started crying. That was wow. good. Oh, wow. That's good stuff. Well, thanks for reading it. That, but yeah. that's, I mean, that's your baby. This is where Soul Mirror Method came from. This is where it started. You reached that breaking point. You self-destructed. And then in those ashes, you were like, uh, hell no. I'm alive and I am going to live this life. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's what this is. Okay, so it is time for us to take a quick break. 
and enjoy this jingle and we'll be back in a second to discuss in more detail star charting as a form of journaling see you in a bit all right while you're waiting for us to come back pop onto our instagram and follow us at soulmirror.health and we'll be right back Welcome, welcome back. Just a fun little fact to help you get to know my friend Rhett, my homeboy, a little bit better. Guess what? That jingle is so catchy. He wrote that. Like, he just, like, picked up the thing and sent me a little, like, voice message, and he was like, hey, how does this sound? And I was like, what the? That sounds amazing. And, you know, just just so you know, he's kind of a musician. I do love music. Well, more than love music, you're, you're kind of a freaking musical genius. Well, that's You very- just literally picked it up, and you're like, it's done. Well, that's very kind of you. Yes, we will be releasing albums too very shortly. <laughs> By Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> He's our producer. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think it's important that we jump right into this. I love journaling. I love drawing. I love doodling. All of that stuff. The arts is really important in processing trauma, but as well as like living our daily life and documenting everything that's important to us. So how can we use the soul mirror method, specifically star charting to journal? Right. So the journal system I created, it was sort of a process that just got hammered together because I, I had one journal and then I thought it'd be really cool to track things like dreams. And so I had, I kind of bought a different one because I wanted to track it differently. And throughout the whole process, I realized, man, this would be awesome if I could just like consolidate this and like I could custom create my own type of thing. And so that's where the design came through. Uh, And the star charts specifically are one aspect of it. There's a lot to the whole system, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, and at other episodes. If you're in the in crowd, you'll you'll know. That's true. Yeah. We're we're just going to give you a little like juicy tidbit. Oh, yeah. It's all about If you want the full juiciness, I mean, if you want the full truffle. That's right then you, you have to come to our events. That's very, very true. If you want all the vitamins, you, you know, got to know where to get it. We are going to be having events and retreats and experiences that are going to implement the whole experience and also um, just get to know people and, and start empowering our lives. So Yeah, yeah. And really, if, I mean, if you're ready for change, this is what those events are. They're, they're to help you establish these habits, Absolutely. habits of wellness. All right, so start charting. All right. So the star charts are one aspect of the journal where goal making is is a very uh, well talked about and discussed topic. Uh, you know, a lot of people think about, oh, I want to manifest my destiny and, and go places in life. So there's all these different methods I, I've seen for it. And as I was um, thinking about my life, there's a process where first I want to determine what my values are. And that's a whole process in and of itself. But once you understand like a direction you want to move in, the star charts help you because it's a visual representation of a starry sky. And you can place items. They either might be one-time goals or they might be habits. And you place them in clusters around on your chart. And as you reach them or as you accomplish either a certain habit or goal, you circle your star and then draw a line to the next one as you go. So it's meant to be nonlinear for a reason. And that is, you know, we can't control everything. So on, on one hand, it is good to have a clear vision of what you want. But on the other hand, it's it's great to just know and sort of exist in a free space where you can 
you can move in a direction and basically in, enjoy the journey as compared to the destination, which is often talked about. There's a lot of truth to that. And So, yeah. so if I can pause you for just a minute, uh, because we're both familiar with the method, but for our listeners and um, future peeps, man, uh, they aren't yet familiar yeah. with this method. And so if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is, is that the star charting is not step one. But once you've accomplished whatever prerequisites in the method, including values and, and things like that, like establishing what is important to you is one of the mm -hmm. major steps before this, then can you approach this step of goals and memories and, and those juicy mm -hmm. details and create your own constellation, your own picture in your own sky? Mm -hmm. it's, it's really meant to represent all the possibilities. And it's sort of like magical. You can look at your own sky and say, hey, what do these stars mean in my life? The journaling system itself is going to include thought-provoking method for looking into yourself, for tracking and keeping you know, an awareness of habits. And as I have developed it, I, I realize that we always change. And so as time goes on, you may want to track different things. You may, you may become aware of different things in yourself. And so the journal is meant to help you encapsulate that and understand it. There's calendars in there. So as you discover yourself and discover new direction or meaning in your life and synchronicities, which we'll talk about, um, you'll yeah, be able to chart that's that. A, that's a big word. Yes. Synch synchronicities. I mean, I know like synchronize. Um, right. We'll talk about it later, but will you just for my benefit and sure. our peeps benefit define it in like a short phrase? Yeah. Synchronicities are when you start noticing things in your life that either match up or something happened and then it happened again. So like a, a pattern or a coincidence that happens over and over again. Can, yeah. you, can you give us an example of well, one in your life? Well, okay. Actually, one that probably most people have experienced is you're thinking about someone and they call you. And you're like, well, I was just thinking about you. And yeah, I was thinking about you. That's a synchronicity. On a very, but they can be all kinds of things. They can also be a synchronicity with yourself where something happens a year ago and then a year later... It happens again and you say, oh my goodness, wait a minute. It could be symbolic too. I mean, there's, I think when we start delving in and seeing all this symbolism in our own lives, you, you start to realize like, wait a minute, there's, there really is more to this life than, you know, when you start looking within, you see that whole universe within you. The less we are looking for other people to tell us who we are, you know, and the experts are great things. I mean, look, here we are telling people about a soul mirror method, for example, but it's less about telling you, hey, you do this. And it's more like, look inside yourself and here's some tools that you can basically create your own thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're not there to say like, this is the right way to do it. We're, yeah. we're here to say, here's an option that worked for us. Yeah. And we would like to share that with you and, and take what resonates and leave what doesn't. It's true. The Soul Mirror Method is kind of like a sandbox of lots of creative ideas and tools that you can use to <laughs> but not a litter box right that's just for, just a, a sandbox that's for jack he, <laughs> he creates a lot of brown constellations <laughs> oh wow anyway um <laughs> how's that for an image for you now it's memorable but yeah that's what it's about i, th I think that that answered my question really well you explained synchronicities in a way that i can I mean, as you were explaining it, I had moments come to my mind of like, oh, wow. Yeah, that 
that's incredible to look back at my life and see how this pattern has come up multiple times in my life and these experiences have all created this beautiful picture that is me today and um i think you could say the same thing amen yeah it's a it's a fun experience and i think there's so much adventure in life and as we empower ourselves through authenticity we unlock a whole new world that we didn't know is there as we drop the shingles of what we think things are supposed to be like we start actually doing things of our own accord. We start acting in our own way. We start bringing things into our life in a different way. And there's endless possibilities. That's what the star charts are about. You literally see a whole new world of possibilities open before your eyes and in your life. And we just have to be brave enough to actually see that and believe it. Believe it. That's what it is. Yeah. And I think that's interesting that it's not just brave enough to do something but before we do, we have to be brave enough to acknowledge its existence, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that is hard. I mean, you hear people talk about how being brave isn't not being afraid. Being brave means you're afraid. You're freaking afraid. You want to run the opposite direction, and yet you still go forward. Yeah, absolutely. And looking inside ourselves is a scary thing. If you've ever looked at a mirror... For long, as a child, we often do this. We stare at ourselves, and then we get freaked <laughs> do out. We? Do we? Do I don't know if every child does. I was the only one that did that. I thought, who is this? I'd look at the mirror and think, is that a real me or is that a fake me? And I'd like look <laughs> in my eyes, and then it would scare the hell out of me. I'd be like, ah, that's so freaky. This, I mean, this is your own synchronicity that you're describing right now. Like, yeah. I, did that actually happen? It did when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So soul mirror actually happened when you were a kid. Oh my goodness! This wow. is live. This is inception. This is live. It is. It actually did in a very interesting way. Wow, this is genuine. That's beautiful. Genuine reactions. We just had a live synchronicity. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Talk about examples, man. Well, yeah, I I do. I think so. Looking at ourselves is uncomfortable anyways. It can be, that is. And so I I feel like a lot of people, well, okay, cluster B personality disorders like narcissism and and, um, borderline, I feel like are being too afraid to look at ourselves because we think there's something wrong with us. I think both like that's to me a narcissistic things are I I don't want to be not good enough. So I'm so damn good. I'm better than everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, does it really just come from insecurity and and kind of this sense of denial? Mm -hmm. You know, like there's a lot of scary stuff um, that you're facing and it really just gets to to an extreme and becomes clinical. Yes. And so it's pretty amazing because nobody, when you look inside yourself, and I mean, nobody is so bad that, unless you choose to be, that is, but that you're irredeemable or not good enough or whatever. So all you have to do is choose to not be, really. Yeah. And and something we're really passionate about, this is just a side note, is rehabilitation and recovery, regardless of where you're coming from, where you're at right now, we believe that for the average person, for the extra, extra overachiever, the soul mirror method is excellent, right? Because it's all about developing balance in your life and and, and self-reflection and healthiness. Yeah. That sounds That's weird, another, but, yeah. but taking it even to the next level of like, can we eventually take this to a demographic that is needing it? Yeah. You know, even more so 
for rehabilitation That's true. and integration into society. Even just men in general. Men in general, <laughs> men need you know, rehabilitation and to integrate Anyways, into society. We've got problems. Well, I think men for too long have like <laughs> literally just, you know, like quashing the feminine. It's not even a matter of just like women's rights. That's of course that's important, but I just mean feminine energy is just not. It's, it's, it needs, it needs to be understood. Yeah, it, it needs to be understood. And yeah. can I just tell you, like one of the most attractive traits in a male for me is that they have that sense of vulnerability that they can talk about their emotions that they can get really sensitive but also they have a really good sense of style like not that they have to adhere to the the latest trend or you know designer but more that how they dress how they live their life and decorate their home it like represents who they are definitely hear that man out there that the nordic goddess has spoken so just i don't know i'm single start cleaning up I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> be vulnerable read brene brown right now brene Find brown brene for brown the win and read it konmari the shiz out of here <laughs> that's right <laughs> okay so i'm really curious can you use me as your guinea pig let's show our peeps what this is gonna be like if they come to one of our events if they contact us or something like that and we're working with them like I gave you a real example of like wow what are synchronicities and you answered that so if you were to choose one thing to work on with me and it it doesn't have to be with the star charts but um maybe values or something like that what what would you do values that might be another discussion but how about just starting with something as simple as something small you know like just a little taste okay like a little taste would be well first we set our own limitations on ourselves. okay so a lot of times we don't think we do and that's part of the examining our value system wait so what you're talking about is kind of like the distortions of our our perception yes and it's also self-perception so you know we hear a lot about um, living in the in the now, in the present. Yeah. A lot of times we frame who we think we are or what we're going to do in our life based on our past. But mm-hmm. how do oh, we definitely. think about our past? Like, do we say, you know, oh, I did this and I, I failed at this, so now I need to do better. Or someone, I mean, I have a good friend actually who just talked, I was talking with and he said, well, when I was little, my mom said, oh, that other kid's really smart and a lot smarter than you. And it framed a whole lot of things in his life where even now as an adult, even professionally, sometimes the motivation is like, oh, yeah, I, I need to, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have two children that are very active and the parent comments on, oh, this child is mm-hmm. more coordinated than the other child and the child hears that. Or, or even if they don't, like that frames the parent's perspective of their own child and the child's perspective of themselves. Suddenly they're like, man, I'm not coordinated. I can't do anything. That's absolutely right. So, for example, is there anything you can think of now, a motivation or a way that you were living that was either coming out of a, a fear or a sense of lacking or a sense of obligation? Okay, I, I think I know what you're saying. So, what you're saying is, do I have any lifestyle habits or choices that I had been doing or am still doing that are imbalanced or unhealthy? Yes. And those could be, yeah, coping skills or or whatever, choices. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I would say like probably mind reading. Mind reading is a big thing for me that I've been working on. And part of that just comes from feeling like I, I have to walk on eggshells or I, I don't know how someone's going to react. And so then I try to mind read. So really it was a self-defense mechanism. It was something to survive. But, but in real life, in a healthy, balanced relationship, it actually creates conflict. Okay, yeah. So again, in a journaling system, there's so many pages <laughs> and there's so many days to think about all kinds of different things, right? That could be something you would just think about and just write and, and examine yourself and just say, hey, you know, there's something I notice. Where did that come from? Why am I doing this? A lot of times just asking why I'm doing things can drastically change. We get in, into this habit mode of living our lives and it can be success mode. It can be bad coping mechanism mode. It can be workaholic or it could be escapeaholic. It could be anything. Yeah. So this mind reading, then yeah. where does that go from here in determining values or, or whatever's next? Okay. So then after you examine where that came from, does it come from a fear, a sense of obligation or whatever? After you examine it down, if it's not from a place that is your true passion, if it's not something that... So in the brainstorming session, you will list down a lot of things that you are excited about. Yeah. And, and then you'll piece through all of those and actually sort of sense where they're coming from inside your soul. Got it. And it is a thinking process. So then in that, you're listing things you're excited about, but does that come after determining what's unhealthy? Yes, that does. Okay. You're right. We're trying to keep this in order here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a challenge. Um, and, and we can always talk about this more in depth, yeah. but if, if we're just focusing purely on that one Yes. Maladaptive coping mechanism of mind reading. Then from there, do I say, okay, it's coming from fear and then what? Yeah. The first thing we want to do is empty out space in our soul, which again, going back to feminine and masculine energy, the feminine energy is all possibilities and to have all possibilities. So it's very much looking at our past and understanding that we live now. So whatever we make of our past can always be a positive thing. It can. So it's clearing out that space, examining where certain behaviors come from. Once that is empty and we're in that loving space for ourselves, then we can start to see what behaviors don't serve us and then actually envision what new possibilities there might be. So it is very much getting rid of the old. That's the empowerment process. Right. Because otherwise yeah. we're just in like a routine mode. This is how I am and da, 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 you know. Yeah, definitely. So we're, we're getting rid of the broken record within yeah. our mind and our body, you know, our physical, our emotional, mm -hmm. psychological, spiritual habits, anything that is out of balance or unhealthy, not serving us or those around us. Absolutely. Like with your mind reading, that's where the calendaring system could come in too. If that's something you wanted to track, um, you could use the calendaring system in the soul mirror method to actually see the big trend on a calendar with your own color coded system. So I could really just give it a symbol and a color yeah. and that would represent negative mind reading right or just mind reading in general right uh -huh. because that would be more of the clinical it's causing problems and each day whenever that happens would i put down a separate shape on that day yeah you could put down a little <clears throat> so like if it, if it happened like five times yeah and it caused issue of like an emotional reaction then i would put it five of that symbol on that day exactly Okay. And yeah, you can actually even customize sense. it to, I'm sure you'll have ideas as you use it that might, you know, inspire you. And these will change, you know, one year you might do that. You can do this to track positive things too. Like if I want to 
understand a way I'm living my life to represent a value that I've discovered in myself, that would be a way to track it as well. On the flip side, if you're in an abusive relationship, for example, and mm. someone is abusing you, if you don't mark that calendar, there's a very good chance you're just letting it go and enabling. You right. Know? And, and this would be a very safe way to do that. If you're in a situation where it isn't safe for them to know that you know That's true. that it's abusive, right? Or that you're trying to figure out how to get help or take something to court. Mm -hmm. You're using these symbols and these colors in a way to track something that they wouldn't have any idea what that means. They could look at that and be like, oh, you're on your period. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that's one way that you can use the method in the journal. Cool. So then how do we take that back to start yeah, charting so with the mind reading specifically? Yeah. So the star chart is actually representative of your positive possibilities, your empowerment. So, so could it, I do the opposite? You could. Could I, could I just um, do moments on a particular, and I could do multiple star charts, right? So this yeah. this particular star chart focused on my mind reading could be the moments that I feel really empowered and I know that I'm not doing mind reading. Yeah, you could put it on there because if it's a habit and you say, I, I don't want to, if I can do this amount per week, then that's good enough. You do the low-hanging fruit. And then once you hit that target, you circle it. It just means you're actually being active in some direction. It doesn't mean you're a failure if you don't get it. It doesn't mean you have to improve that. It just means, hey, look, I'm actually living in a way that represents that I'm living my values. It could be like, hey, I, I want to eat less meat per week because I want to be a little more vegetarian. Cool. Hey, you know, I'm going to try and get down to just three meals a week that have meat in it. That could be a star on your, on your chart, for example. Whatever you want. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could apply it to so many different things. Anything from weight loss to diet mm -hmm. to mental health. Um, I mean, it, it, you could track your menstrual cycle. Yeah. Or if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, you're taking mm -hmm. your temperature, things like that. It, there's um, there's a really fun visual way to track these things. And, and these moments in your journey on that star chart uh, during during the tracking process. So you have the calendar where you're tracking with your symbols and things. And then on the other page, you have your star chart where mm -hmm. you could create this image of that journey. So it's it's not just this, you know, and really, okay, let me clarify. So what I'm seeing in my mind is the yin and yang. We are seeing the calendar and the tracking is more of the masculine energy. And then the star charting is the feminine representation because that's the artistic, the visual, the picture that you're creating with the data that is now on your calendar. Yeah. And it's meant to be a perfect blend. It's meant to help you balance. You know, it's like I kept getting messages that the truth is always in the middle. And if you look at the yin yang symbol, that wavy line in the middle is often called the way because it's in the perfect balance you know if you think about heaven and hell goodness like hell sounds terrible because you're burning up and you know satan's running around with a pitchfork stabbing you in the ass all the time but right. I, heaven mean, I mean this sounds, is all or nothing right this heaven is sounds like thinking. hell too though because you're sitting in a white robe in the most everyone looks the same and you're just whispering in reverent tones playing a harp i mean that sounds like hell too honestly so it's <laughs> maybe like there's cupids everywhere who knows uh, yeah, I mean, okay <laughs> maybe i don't i don't want a cupid hanging out right ready to shoot me any moment you know like That's true. who knows what's happening but in there. i think the happiness is in the middle of all that like i don't i don't, I don't want to just have a life of not doing anything fun but at the same time i don't want to like just 
kill people and steal other money because, you know. Right. So, so what you're saying is that every moment in your life that is positive is not necessarily one extreme or the other. It, these moments could be bittersweet moments, mm-hmm. but they had a really positive impact on you or the way that you chose to react to that, even if it wasn't in the moment, but if it influenced the way you're choosing to take your path now in a positive way, then that could also be viewed as a positive thing on your star chart. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So and if we wanted to do something with a star chart such as involving images. Yeah. Like maybe we want to take Polaroids and stick it in there. Yeah. Next to a word. Or maybe we need to expound and we want more than just a one or three word phrase Mm -hmm. on each star that is part of this constellation. Can we maybe write down a page number for our index to to reference our journal? Yeah, actually, there's there's so many ways you can use them. They're they're basically meant to be so when you can look at it, you're always just mindful of being in the present. You're always seeing all the possibilities that are before you. So it's like a a picture of you Uh plus all of the possible paths in front of you. Yeah, and feel free to add them. Like that's a part of the process is to constantly look at them and to constantly be aware of yourself. And as your situation changes, you may have new things come to you. And, and these it, charts and it can ch- go out of order. Absolutely. A hundred percent. There's, there's almost no order until you start doing things. And it's great to every year redo them because a lot of studies shown in the, in the Salmer method book, I do cite some studies that talk about that. You know, we over invest in a future that we think our values don't change or won't change. We think, yeah, I'm thinking the way I am now and that's how I'll always be. So we overinvest in a future where if we realize that we're going to change, we're already thinking differently. We're already opening our minds. We're already going to see more possibilities. Mm-hmm. That's another inspiration for the star charts. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just thinking about the overachievers out there just because I'm one of y'all. So yeah. overachievers unite. But if an overachiever mm-hmm. really wanted to go gung-ho on this star charting, you mentioned yearly. And in my mind, as an overachiever, mm-hmm. I started to panic. I was like, well, no, wait, I have so much. Yeah. Like, can I do a new star chart every month or every season? Like, I mean, basically, there's no limit on this, right? No, there's definitely no limit. Another thing that's in there is what I call like balance, truth is in the middle, exercises. So that's another thing which we will do also on the retreats. It's a challenge because we all fall somewhere on these spectrums. There's a lot of different balance charts. Just taking the time to think about it, we can see where we are on that chart because some people definitely are more like order, order, order. This is going to happen at 5 p.m. and this is going to happen at 6 p.m. And you know what? You could never convince that person like, oh, no, this, this is how it has to be. It has to be order. Okay. But then there's other people who literally have no order and they're totally in the present, totally spontaneous. Being too far in either direction has its drawbacks and may not be the optimal path. And so there's a process of challenging yourself to say, am I too far? Where am I on this spectrum? And do I balance my life with different levels on the spectrum and the opposite energy? You know, you talk a lot in the beginning of this episode about how the feminine energy should be increased in everyone's life. Not just the masculine, but you even in our personal conversations have argued that even the women and those who identify with feminine energy still need 
a little bit more. Will you explain a little bit more of that? Yeah, like I believe there is a masculine and a feminine energy. Now, yeah. that's not to be confused. Like a man can have feminine energy or, for example, be gay or homosexual. Totally fine. Whatever. And a woman, likewise, could have masculine energy and identify with that. Because and, anyone and be like transgender. Totally fine. Yeah, transgender. Like pansexual. Exactly. All these things, bisexual. So what we're getting at then is the fact that when we're talking about masculine versus feminine energy, we're just using those as blanket terms that are easily identifiable. I do think they represent creative forces of the universe. So I don't know what the correct words are or whatnot, but... And, and maybe we'll, we'll coin yeah. our own as we develop these episodes. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything to be feared and it doesn't threaten anyone's, you know, sexuality or whatever. Absolutely can exist in all of us to each degree but that balance if one person is too orderly maybe that's a masculine trait you know do this at 6 p.m do that at 10 p.m then can we really control everything in life and is that healthy and are we not being open and present in our moment to realize that hey maybe the optimal path won't be just what i predicted it would be by every hour Likewise, the person who has no organization and is just only in the flow might not be taking action that would be beneficial to themselves. And taking action is important. So there's a balance. But that's part of the fun of it. And that's why there's so much to discover in ourselves. And that's why journaling in the Soul Mirror Method is so exciting. There's a whole adventure in us. There's villains in our own self. There's like heroes. There's adventures. When we start looking into our own soul, it's the most exciting thing ever. Right, right. We're What we're doing is with the soul mirror method, not only introspection, self-reflection, rehab, recovery, tracking, whatever it is, uh, self-improvement, we're, we are literally writing a book about ourselves. I mean, if you're looking to write an autobiography, this is probably the single most complete way to begin your autobiography Yeah, is literally the soul mirror method. And, and not because that's the intention it happened quite by accident i would say it's a synchronicity mm-hmm. watch that dude <laughs> anyways but i think i know several people that have talked about wanting to write their own autobiography but they have no idea where to start this is it oh absolutely yeah that's the exciting part of it that's in chapter 1 we don't need an expert from the other side of the world to tell us who we are we can be an expert on ourselves yeah and we know it we <laughs> yeah. know it already like yeah. who we are is there it's it's yeah. not about finding ourselves. it's not about like going out there into the world to find who we are what i'm realizing through my yoga instruction and self-introspection is that really to find who we are is to i don't know you're already there you mm-hmm. just have to remember you just have to remember your divine, you know, like who is your soul? <laughs> yeah. It's there already. It really just is. let your light shine, you know? Yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah. Well, we are going to wrap this episode up and we wanted to talk about the topic in the next couple of podcasts for you. So we have episode one, which is today, yeah. and we were talking about authenticity and star charting. Episode two. It looks like... Do we still want to decide? There's so much to choose from. Oh, man. I don't know. Anxiety? 
and maybe this is something you guys can comment on and let us know, you know, comment on a post or DM us on Instagram or something or on Facebook and, and let us know which one you feel like you need most. Let's pick three options. So you pick an option, I'll pick an option. Okay, something that's been on my mind is like trusting and unlocking your spiritual self. And that's because I was never really aware of what my real spiritual self was, even growing up in the church system. I was kind of like, everyone dictated to me, like, hey, this is the truth. Here it is. And they shove so, it in your face. So in the church system, what we're talking about is just Christianity in general. Yeah. But really any religion. Yeah. Right? Or just a group of people telling you what or you're scientists, supposed to think. Or scientists, man. Yeah, there you go. Could be like anything. politicians, scientists, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so then I realized the spirituality came from within me. Do I need someone else to tell me what the starry sky looks like up there? Do I need to look down at a book that someone wrote? Or can I just look at the sky myself and be connected to the universe? Yeah, like most spiritual experiences and and how you can access that spirituality within yourself, whatever you believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is a big moment of vulnerability and Mm -hmm. that would be a beautiful episode. So that's option one is trusting and unlocking your spiritual self. Second option, oh dude, this is a rough one. Mm -hmm. I feel like we could talk about yin and yang, the masculine and feminine. Yeah. Because we talk so much about that today and kind of implied that there's a lot more to that in the soul mirror method but also in our personal experiences our opinions and i think there's a lot of things to discuss i do too taboo things maybe yeah well like spirit guides that's an interesting one i I think that'd be a fun one that would be fun oh like labeling that was one. yeah labeling is huge too that's another one yeah. Because defining ourselves, like, again, who defines us? Well, like diagnoses, right? Diagnoses yeah. within mental health. And that would be a big one, too. I mean, one of the, originally when we did the schedule, we were thinking, okay, episode two, we're going to be talking about changing trends in spirituality, mm-hmm. specifically stones mm-hmm. and tarot. Yeah. And, and so half of it up. would be talking about one, and then we would talk about the other. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that will still be episode two. Who knows? But we would like like to hear from you. So maybe we'll post on our Instagram story and, and you guys can just DM us and let us know. All right. Okay. Well, until next time, I'm really excited that we had you guys here today. Same as well. I'm Rit. I'm Kat. And we're here to rock your world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go live your authentic life, man. That's right. Empower yourself through authenticity and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, check us out on Instagram at soulmirror.health. Have a beautiful and blessed experience and stay conscious.